Donnie, it's okay. You know, we're not gonna be mad. Yeah, only I didn't do anything. You sure? You want me to ask my other self? Don, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Figure it out yourself. I'm done being talked to like a kid. Well, because, you know, sometimes we do something that seems like a good idea at the time, like, say, invoke the power of a musical amulet, and turns out, you know, not so much. God, I didn't do anything. I wish I had. I'm glad you're trapped. How else can I get anybody to spend any time with me? Don, if you want us to spend time with I you... I don't. Get out. Get out, get out, get out! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time. People review our reactions. We're your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season six, episode 14, Older and Far Away, directed by Michael Gershman, written by Drew Z. Greenberg, original air date February 12th, 2002. To an audience of 5.01 million people. And before we get into the episode, we've got to bring in an old friend, Sloppy Joe, for some sha-sha-sha shout-outs. And I say some, I only mean one. We got an Apple Podcast five-star rating and review from Gen W1585. Gen W cannot wait to hear what we think of the end of season six. Season six. I'm not scared at all. That's not foreboding. Great review. Thanks, Gen W1585. We really appreciate it. If you want to get your own shisha shout out, five star Apple Podcast rating and review, five star Spotify rating, take a screenshot of it, send it to us any way possible. Um, yeah. So is uh is Sloppy Joe a different person or an alter ego? Because sometimes he talks like a different person, but sometimes he talks like he's speaking for Joe Welke. So Sloppy I'm just... Joe is kind of like Venom, like the symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's a we. Yeah. We we do it. I just but... want I just want to be consistent with the uh, mythos of <laughs> Sloppy Joe. <laughs> That's very kind of you, uh, Vance. Um, join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we do boys watching Angel, boys watching movies, where we are doing Love Actually, which should be released probably this week. This week? This week? Yeah, this week, yeah. Um, and join our Discord. We have a lot of fun, lively conversations there. And since this is the last uh, podcast before Christmas, if you're listening to this in real time, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays. Hanukkah just passed. Hanukkah just ended, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it would have ended when this, yeah. Yeah. So, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. And I think that's it. We don't have any other announcements, right? <laughs> no, let's just dive into this episode that is chock full yep. of stuff. It is a Buffy birthday episode. <laughs> and whenever you see that, 
You just got to clutch your pearls and say, oh, no. I wrote uh-oh in my notes when she mentioned her birthday. Uh, yeah. Question. Uh, we got our predictions all wrong. Oh, yeah. You thought it was Giles. I thought it was Buffy's dad. Mm-hmm. I thought way Ethan off. Rain was a wild card. Yeah, I still off. don't get the older and far away title. Well, because Buffy is older now mm-hmm. and she's far away and I guess in Dawn's mind, she she's not close to Dawn. This is a Dawn episode, everyone. So, yeah, sh- buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I don't know what the fandom actually thinks of Dawn. I feel like they're kind of split. The people mm-hmm. that I know, like mm-hmm. my one friend that's like a Buffy fanatic, she fucking hates Dawn. Yeah. See, I would think if you're watching this show and you were, say, you were a teen, teenager, right? Mm-hmm. You would relate to Buffy. Yeah. And then Dawn comes along. And I think it would be hard for you to side with Dawn over Buffy at any point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we also were with Buffy for four seasons before Dawn got introduced mm-hmm. as a imaginary character. Yeah. Uh, made up <laughs> fake uh, bullshit. Exactly. So it's like uh, we don't have that connection. We didn't ever grow with Dawn. Mm-hmm. We grew with Buffy. Mm-hmm. We know her strife and struggle. Mm-hmm. And Dawn being thrust into this storyline and then being just the most whiny, annoying, inconsistent little bitch. It, it's it, hard to... It's a combination of the whininess and the inconsistency. Yeah. Like if yeah yeah it's we'll we'll talk about it as we go through but it's well I mean we talked about it last episode I like, know <laughs> she, she didn't want Buffy to go away she was mad if Buffy was going away and then Buffy's like I'm gonna be here don't worry I'm not going anywhere and then she was pissed again and she's like <laughs> dude hey I just want to sit home and watch watch movies with Don oh sorry Janice is yeah. I'm going to Janice's place oh Something Buffy that- you're never here. <laughs> Something that yeah. we did bring up last episode does get uh, talked about and heavily dealt with in this episode. Because I remember us talking about how, like, uh, Buffy, uh, Dawn, like, has never had to really deal with anything. And she is, like, a 10-year-old. And I was like, this would be the time for her to really ramp up her kleptomania. <laughs> yeah. Like, how come nobody that like never happened? Like, nobody ever talked about that. And boy, does this episode get into that. And I think we're done with it too. That's yeah. also a thing. Yeah. So let's get into it. This episode, since we're in the recap era, let me open up my uh, do energy here. Vance is out. This is my last one. Yeah, I'm drinking do coffee out of my to. Buffy mug. Yeah, the Buffy mug. Amazon wishlist. Uh, There's some more dues if you like the sound of us popping cans on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, Christmas present for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this episode opens up with Dawn being a thief recap, Buffy never being around recap, Spike betting kittens with that one demon that looks like he's melted recap, Halfrack recap, Willow and Tara uh, recap, them breaking up, them being weird around each other buffy coming back wrong recap spike and buffy banging recap so the episode opens up actually with buffy leaving dawn she's packing up a bag of weapons to slay some demons and she's like i'm sorry dawn i didn't expect this to happen uh (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry so sorry dawn i have to go save the world again (laughs) yeah 
She's like, I, I, I totally meant and was and really trying to stay home and have a nice night with you. But, you know, duty calls. So I got to go out and I got to slay vampires. And Dawn's like, it's OK. I get it. And I was like, I wrote in my notes, whoa, Dawn's not being pissy. <laughs> <laughs> she seems kind of understanding about it this time for yeah. whatever reason. But yeah, Dawn's like, it's OK. Don't worry about it. I know this is your calling. Go ahead and go do it. And Buffy's like, thanks, Dawn. But I swear, we're going we're gonna to hang out sometime soon. We're going to hang out. It'll be fine. And Dawn's like, yep, it's cool. So Buffy leaves and Dawn kind of looks sad. She's just standing around in the house like, hmm, with her glittery foxy brown shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good God. But then we go to Buffy and Buffy's wandering around in the graveyard. And then a demon attacks her from behind and then it disappears and then it reappears and she is fighting this demon and she stabs it with its own sword or or the demon yeah she stabs it with its own sword and it gets trapped in its own sword and buffy's like okay well that's cool anyway look at this sword Wee! isn't this fun she starts waving it around the graveyard yeah, she doesn't notice that it gets sucked in the sword. She thinks it ran away. Yeah. But later, she seems to understand how the sword and the demon work. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, the demon's trapped in the sword. You can see it. It's a weird little terrible special effect that it's like. It's like that trapped. Superman one when Aaron flipped in that like little cellophane thing floating around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then we go over to Anya at the magic box and Willow and Xander are reading and they're talking about the slug candles and, and Anya's like, maybe we should get some candles for the house. And Xander's like, as long as it's not that slug candle, you keep trying to convince me smells great. Uh, and Anya's like, people really like slugs. I forgot about that reference to the slug candle. I know. <laughs> yeah. That was when the trio was fucking with Buffy for mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah. But they're planning a party for Buffy for her birthday. And I was like, have you not learned anything? <laughs> this is not a day for celebration. Maybe one of the best birthdays was when uh, Dawn realized she wasn't real and tried to cut, her, cut herself. <laughs> that was yeah. the most tame one. I guess later they had to fight glory, but sure. <laughs> yeah. This is not a time for, this is a, a take heed. Yeah. Everyone should be like bracing themselves like, oh no. <laughs> like an earthquake's oh, no. coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're planning for Buffy's party. Xander asked Willow, hey, hey Willow, uh, I got to ask you something about this party. Is it okay if we invite Tara? Buffy wanted me to ask you if that's all right. And Willow's like, oh. Why would, why would that be weird? Why would that be awkward? That's not anything. I know logistically they just want Xander to ask this so it's a different scene. So Buffy's mm -hmm. not there. But I mean, Buffy, come on. Yeah. You got to do this. Like, why can't we have... Buffy runs away from this conflict in this episode, which is so weird to me. This episode, I mean, I talked about it last episode of the podcast, I was like, I, you know, I'm glad that they're answering the deep, dark stuff, but you just know that this next episode is going to be back on the goofy shit. 
You did say that. This episode <laughs> is <laughs> on that goofy shit, dude. Yeah, it is. You know, I wasn't even thinking it because I got sucked into the goofy stuff. But mm-hmm. last episode, she was crying in a lap of Tara. Last episode, she was screaming, don't forgive me to Tara, bawling her eyes out in Tara's lap. Yeah. And then we're back on that goofy shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Spike kudos, was... Kudos to you, Joe. You, Spike was groping her at the <laughs> no. bronze, like, look at your friends while I do this to you. Uh, Warren murdered a lady. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did reference uh, in the scene. Oh, any word about Warren? Huh, once the yeah. nerds go into hiding, they really go into hiding. Oh, right. Okay. That, yeah. I guess that absolves. Let's celebrate Buffy's birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so Dawn shows up and yeah, they talk about the trio. There's no new updates. They're they're in hiding. And Dawn's like, All right, well, does anybody want to go uh shopping for presents? I'm about to hit the mall and get some presents for Buffy. And Willow's like, Ah, oh, I can't. I gotta go to Spellcasters Anonymous. Magic is a reference for addiction. Could we, didn't we have somebody in Discord that was like, I, I never read it as drugs or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, how the fuck did you not read that? <laughs> they are not being subtle. Spellcasters Anonymous. I want to see what it is meanings. I know. Well, it was also just like how many fucking witches, because this is before Zoom. Like, they, they can't do like online spellcasters. And I was I'm like, sure this is there's in chat. person. I'm sure Willow's on some chat rooms, some dark web chat you know rooms. What? Fair enough. Yeah. But, like, how many people are in this? How many people in Sunnydale are, like, I can't cast spells anymore? Right? So Willow can't go. Dawn looks at Xander, and Xander's like, I can't. I got to make the shift schedule. I have to do this tonight. I was like, really? Do you? But Dawn's looking around, and she doesn't want to go shopping with Anya because Anya's weird. <laughs> so Dawn's, <laughs> yep. Dawn's just like, all right, well, I guess... uh Guess no one's coming with me. And then Willow says the most absurd thing. She goes, you should be good by yourself, though, right? And I was like, do you know nothing about this show? It's night. <laughs> it's nighttime. It's nighttime. And it's Dawn. <laughs> Dawn, the person that Buffy made a joke. Oh, Dawn's in trouble. Must be Tuesday. Like... <laughs> Dawn is perpetually the damsel in distress. Well, they give Willow the audience surrogate lines of, you should be okay by yourself, right? And then later she has a line like, uh, I forget, I when we get to it, there's another line that really like drives a needle deep into like Dawn's heart of like loneliness. And it's yeah. just like so un... <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, there's other places we'd rather be. We all yeah, have places yeah, we'd yeah. rather be. It's like, uh, you... you don't have to say it that way. Like we're yeah. half of you are talking about going to work. It's not like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So Dawn's gonna go off to the mall by herself, but she's real sad about it. She's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I guess I am good by myself. Remember when Glory kidnapped me? Remember when Spike kidnapped me? Remember when all every every manner of demon uh, has kidnapped me? But yeah, I'm all, I'm good on my own. I think I would enjoy it more if she was worried about being hurt or. Or something, but she's not. She's just like, oh, I got to do this by myself. Yet, the show gave Xander and Willow valid excuses for why they can't go right now. Yeah. 
Xander has to do something for work tomorrow. And Willow, who broke your arm due to her magic addiction, is going to an anonymous class, right? So, like, she's going to Magic AA. I'm sorry. Like, what are you, like, at that point, you got to be like, okay, why don't I call up Janice? Why don't I call up anybody at the school? Like, you're a teenage girl. Well, it's crazy to me that she was asking them to come with her based on what we see in the next scene. So she comes home. Well, she wouldn't have done that if she if they would have. You think? If she would have gotten attention. Oh, it's no way she would have done it in front of them. It's okay. no way she does that. <laughs> no okay. way she's able to pull that off in front of. Xander's obtuse, but he's not that dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, there's no, no fucking way that she would have been able to no, do this. No, them like, turning her down triggered her kleptomania. That's true. So Dawn comes back home and she goes into her room. She's like, Buffy, you home? Buffy's not home. She... She sneaks up to her room and just unpacks a whole pocket full of jewelry that she stole. She takes off her coat. She's wearing a jacket that she stole. And I was just like, God damn, how did nobody notice the jet? Like, that's a big item. And it's, and it had as we see up. later, it still had the security tag. <laughs> She's good, man. She is good. I know. I'm sure they were like, whatever, man, as long as you're not a demon, take it. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some kind of way that they're going to utilize this in like a big boss battle later on. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen at the end, actually. But, oh, uh, but it, yeah. there was I was like, if it does, it's weird because physically they're not even in the same space close enough. To Don's do going to be like Don's going to be like an Assassin's Creed, like pickpocket. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to be like uh, the dude from the mummy, uh, mm-hmm. the brother. Yeah, I thought we were going to get one of those moves. Yeah. So Dawn unloads a bunch of stuff that she stole. And I was like, God damn, that's, that's a lot of stuff that she stole. Um, so then it's the next day in school and Dawn's, you know, she's in class. She doesn't seem to be really paying too much attention. And then somebody walks into her classroom and gives her teacher a note. And the teacher's like, Dawn, uh, you've been called to the guidance counselor office. And Dawn's like, huh, okay, yeah, sure. So she goes to the guidance counselor office and the counselor is new. And she's like, hey, look. I just have been hearing a lot of things about you and I wanted to let you know, like, I'm here to talk to, if you need to talk about anything, I know that your mom died and I know that you've been dealing with a lot of loss, but I have to let you know that you're like, your grades are slipping and we're concerned about you. Get over your mom's death and get back to school. (laughs) And I'm here to look out for you and you can tell me anything. And Dawn's like, it's all right. No, I'm good. And the lady's like, you sure? You sure about that? You sure about that? Don's like, yeah, I mean, I'm okay, I guess. And then the lady's like, all right. You, I mean, you can tell me anything. And then Don says that she's sad that people keep going away. And that she wishes that she could make them stop going away. And the guidance counselor is like, right on. You said the magic fucking word. I love it. (laughs) Yep. I did not clock this at all. I did not see where this was going. Yeah. I could not. I didn't predict this at all. I was like, okay, well, whatever. This guidance counselor is a little creepy, but whatever. So then we go back to the Summers household and Xander and Anya are making some finger sandwiches for Buffy's party and Buffy's there and she's. Like, oh, yeah, I invited my friend from work. And Anya's like, 
friend from work. You can make friends. Yeah, right. And Buffy's like, I can make friends. Her name is Sophie. And Anya's like, oh, yeah, you good, good friends, huh? What's her last name? And Buffy's like, all right, we're not that good of friends, but I can make friends and I invited her, so deal with it. And then Xander and Anya are like, well, we also invited somebody that's not in the immediate friend group. We invited this guy. It's not a setup, but he's a cute guy and he's very personable and he works with Xander and he's normal. <laughs> but it is not a setup. Except that Anya's like, yeah, but if it does happen to work out that you guys start going out, it'd be really nice to have somebody to go on double dates with so I don't have to just fucking talk to Xander all the time and we could go out and hang out with people. <laughs> Anya is at 110 this episode. <laughs> yes, she is. And she does make some good points at certain points where you're like, I see your argument. I see your argument. Your tone is a little questionable. <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, so Buffy starts to feel a little bit awkward now that she knows that she's being set up and the doorbell rings and it's Tara. And Buffy opens the door. She's like, Tara, hey, how's it going? And Tara's like, it's great. Happy birthday. Hey, how are you doing? And Buffy's like... I'm way better than the last time you saw me. <laughs> Basically, she's like, I'm doing great. I was like, bullshit, dude. Why? <laughs> what has changed? Right? Like, she was just sobbing in her lap. Yeah. But, yeah, so Tara's, like, looking around. She's like, is Willow here? And Bobby's like, yeah, she's upstairs. She's getting ready. And then you go upstairs and you see Willow. Willow knows that Tara's going to be at this party, so she puts on her best pilgrim pirate outfit. <laughs> Her best sparkly pirate puffy shirt and she comes downstairs well, before that though tara does say is spike coming and oh yeah, yeah buffy's yeah. like no no he's he's all chippy and all but still you know whatever yeah, he doesn't play well with others yeah and i was just like oh so you guys can just joke about that now all right yeah buffy has moved past this so fast yeah <laughs> so yeah willow comes downstairs as buffy's talking to tara and willow's like oh oh tara hi and tara's like oh, 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 willow hi you look good and willow's like oh thank you and buffy's like i'm gonna leave i'll leave you two alone to talk together dude what is buffy's deal like why she 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 knows that tara and willow have an awkwardness together yeah. Yet she won't like stay there to just kind of make it less awkward, you know. She just yeah. her sprinting off made it more awkward. It was like, oh, gotta go. Well, it was like she was trying to set them up again, but it's like no one has talked about. Like she forgave Willow for yeah. wiping Tara's memory, like so fast. And like, and Tara is reacting as if she didn't just see willow last episode when she came out of the magic shop she sees her and she's like, <laughs> yeah it's like yeah yes. how are you oh i'm good how are you oh hi and, yeah and at this point it has been months since their breakup yeah it has been months yeah because last episode willow talks about how she's been off the magic for 32 days yeah so this episode it's got to be like at least a, a little bit later yeah off the magic for 32 days how did Man, I, Dawn's arm healed really quick. Normally, it's a six-week thing. <laughs> yeah, man. So, but yeah, they're awkward, and 
they're oh yeah you look really good and willow's like yeah so do you and they're like mm, yeah. is this a new top yeah oh yeah i just got oh yeah so buffy goes back into the kitchen and spike shows up with his uh card playing demon friend who we now know is named clem clement clement call me clem very jovial guy very nice yeah and but buffy's like what the hell are you doing here and spike's like oh yeah willow told me that you're having a little shindig so the more the merrier, huh? I invited Clem, the card playing guy. Willow invited him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying Willow invited him? Are you saying yeah. Willow invited him? That's crazy. Come on, Willow. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. We're asking you about Tara. You're not going to ask about Spike, even if you know they're hooking up or not. If you're inviting a vampire to someone's birthday party, you know, maybe. Does Willow like Spike? Like, do, do they <laughs> like Spike? I know that Willow, Xander doesn't like Willow's Spike. job is to tell all the vampires in Buffy's life about Buffy. <laughs> cross cross series. Like she texts Angel every day about what's going on with Buffy, probably. So yeah. So Spike's there. He's like, yeah, the more the merrier. And then Buffy's like, oh. and then Xander shows up with his buddy Richard. And he's like, Buffy, this is Richard, the guy that I was telling you about. And I wrote in my notes, he, Richard is a handsome, regular guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which means murderer, rapist, uh, secret witch, demon. <laughs> yep. Who knows in Sunnydale? So Buffy's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And Richard like keeps looking over his shoulder at Clem, who is a crazy looking melted demon. And Richard does not react at all. For a good while until hey. Buffy's like, oh, let me show you around. And they're walking away. And then Richard's like, hey, what's up with that guy? And Buffy's like, oh, that's a skin condition. We don't really like to talk about it. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I wrote in my note, everyone in Sunnydale is just numb to stuff yeah. like this. <laughs> like he walks into the kitchen and didn't just immediately jump backwards in in horror. Yeah. <laughs> It's so crazy, dude. Like, that guy looks so insane. And he's wearing, like, old-timey, like, like, yeah, like, uh, old, uh, like, he, he probably went to the medieval store to get the, surf. He probably went to the store to get the six-pack with Spike, and no one even yeah. looked twice at him. Yeah, and, I mean, just his clothes are weird. Like, if you just saw a regular-looking guy in those clothes, you'd be like, what's up with that guy? But Richard's just like, that's, that guy looks kind of funny. <laughs> He, oh, that's a skin condition. That's why he has those giant floppy ears and red eyes. <laughs> but yeah, Buffy has to go show Richard where to park. So they leave and Spike is kind of jealous. And so he's like, who the fuck is that guy? And Tara's like, I don't know. I think he's a new guy. It looks like his name is Richard. Seems like he's pretty cute, huh? He's a real cute guy. And Spike's like, I don't know. I don't think he's that cute. He's not that cute. And Clem the demon is like, I think that he's pretty cute. And then Tara says some shit like, look, I might not be the authority on being able to tell who's cute, but uh, I think that he might be cute. I'm like, okay, don't, y you can still acknowledge when people, like I'm straight and I can acknowledge it what, that Richard's well, cute. Well, Tara is trying to make Spike jealous here. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what why? Tara's game is yeah. in this entire episode. Is she trying to get him to admit that he's hooking up with Buffy because she knows the secret? Yeah, like, it's like, I, don't poke the bear, the vampire bear. Yeah, 
you're at a party with everyone. Buffy's last words to you are, don't tell anybody. And you're like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, she's being all sly and coy. And she's like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I did not get terror in this. So we then go to the living room and Dawn is with uh, Xander and Anya. And she's like, is it time for Buffy to open presents yet? Let's open presents. And Anya like pats her on the head like, no, honey, it's not time yet, sweetheart. And Dawn's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this to me? And Anya's like, oh, sweetheart, oh, honey, uh, Buffy's out with her new friend, Richard. And Dawn's like, oh, that guy that you're trying to set Buffy up with? And Anya's like, oh, you, no, honey, no, you won't understand. And Dawn's like, dude, I'm a teenager. I'm not fucking nine or ten or how I've been acting the last several episodes. She was <laughs> like, I was there when you said you were setting her up. I know. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was in the room, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. And then Dawn says she's in high school. And I was like, mm, she doesn't act like it. Yeah. So then Buffy comes back in and Spike corners her. And he's like, oh, happy birthday, pet. You want to blow out my candles? And Buffy's like, ah, Spike, ah, stop it. Everybody's here. <laughs> she was just bawling her eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Spike, you minx, stop this. No, let's just then, do it when they all go to sleep. And we can do it while we yeah. watch them. <laughs> yeah. And Spike's like, well, what? You're going to go hang out with that fucking little new boy toy, Richard, your little boyfriend? And Buffy's like, what? Are you jealous? Are you jealous of Richard? Maybe I'll, get, maybe I'll go blow his candles out. And Spike's like, you would never. And Buffy's like, mm, you never know how the night will end up. I was just like, what is this coyness? What is this? <laughs> she walks away and, he, and Spike's like, think he'll take you out on his 10 speed? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny. But yeah. <laughs> I do love yeah. how the birthday girl is able to get so much free time at this party. Right. That has like six people in it. Yeah. It's it's like, it's wild. And there's like so many corners that she can hide yeah. in and. <laughs> Nobody's ever around to see Spike, like, mm -hmm. cornering her and groping her, except for a little bit later. Yeah. But then we go back into the living room, and Buffy's opening presents, and Willow got Buffy a back massager. And she's like, yeah, this is for, like, you know, getting out all those knots. You know, you're always wa walking around the graveyard. You can just keep it on the go. And Buffy looks at her like, what the fuck did you get me this for? And Willow is like a notoriously bad gift giver. Mm -hmm. But this is not that bad of a gift. It's not that bad of a gift considering her other gifts. Uh, yeah. But, but I think she, I think Buffy heals fast enough that she wouldn't need the massager. Mm, fair enough. I mean, she yeah. got her like the precursor to a massage gun. Like a dairy gun. Like this. Yeah, I remember those. The one that she has that looks like. Yeah. It looks like that mantis guy in the aqua. The Aquaman movie. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> looks like his head. Yeah, it's got like two uh, points giant, of contact. Like two giant. Yeah. I kind of have one that's similar to that. Oh, it's one single head. That, yeah, that one that, that she has. I that to the massage that, gun. That's like a sharper image one that she has or something. Yeah, yeah. Brookstone type yeah. of thing. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Buffy's like, thanks, Willow. And Willow's like, God damn it. Fucked it up again. <laughs> what do you get the girl who came from heaven? <laughs> <laughs> get her a halo. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she just she gets triggered by that. Yeah. She's like the halo. How is this related to me and Spike? Yeah. <laughs> Um, probably because Spike would have called her Angel earlier in the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she would be like, Angel, my ex-boyfriend. Boyfriend. Angel, uh. I was ripped from heaven. Angel. Uh. <laughs> um, Dawn's like, why are so, you guys yeah. leaving me again? <laughs> and Buffy somehow has to apologize to Willow. <laughs> Sorry that I didn't like your gift. Just, uh, yeah. But anyway... Dawn's like, all right, it's my turn. Open up my present. Open up my present. And Buffy opens it up, and it is the sweet, sweet leather jacket that Dawn stole from the store the other day. That somehow and, fits both of them? Right? <laughs> but Dawn is so much bigger than Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's so much taller than Buffy, yeah. but Buffy's like, oh my god, Dawn, this jacket is the coolest fucking jacket I've ever seen in my entire life. And Dawn's like, yeah, I don't think, don't worry about it. it. Ain't no thing. And then Buffy looks down and she sees the sleeve. She's like, oh, security tag's still on it. And Dawn's like, oh, that's weird. I can't believe they didn't take that off. Oh, Dawn's weird. attention to detail, not there. Yeah. She leaves all the tags on all the jewelry that she stole, too. Well, she doesn't want to use them. She just, she just wants the thrill of the still. Yeah. But... But, You're going to give her that with the tag and then she's going to have to go back to the store to take the tag off or yeah. like this is pre like YouTube go online to figure out how to get those tags off. Yeah. Get those tags off as a bitch. One time I bought a suit and they left a security tag on and I was going to a wedding and I didn't realize the security tag was on and I went to the same store. It was like a but a different location and they had a completely different security tag thing. Oh, they, they were like, you can't take this off. Hmm. I was like, what the fuck? It was a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, so Buffy's like, thanks, Don. That was really great. You security tags still on it. I'm going to be beeping and ringing every store I go into, but that's <laughs> a really cool jacket. And Xander's like, all right, check out my gift. And Xander wheels out this enormous custom made wooden lacquered weapons chest yeah and buffy's like oh my god this is fucking incredible she's xander like, opens it up she throws the jacket back at dawn yeah and dawn's like oh. <laughs> and xander's like yeah here's all this storage for weapons and it also has like a cd case like holder so you could put cds in there it's like what, why would you do that like <laughs> you're not carrying this case around it's not portable like what? yeah and also if you're like opening up in front of friends yeah. They're going to notice, like, I don't know, it's Here, weird. Here's the thing. Richard is at this party. Yeah. He just willed out a weapons chest. Mm-hmm. Richard, what the fuck do you think is happening? Dude, <laughs> Richard's presence in this episode blows my fucking mind. There's another character's presence that blows my mind. Yep, and that character shows up right now. Yeah. It's Buffy's friend from work, Sophie. And she shows up and she's like, sorry, I'm late. I just had to, but I got a gift. But, and Buffy's like, oh yeah, come on in, Sophie. This is the gang. No, this is the guy with the skin condition. Don't mind him. This is my uh, not boyfriend who has a gigantic black eye. I forgot to mention that. Spike <laughs> has a huge black eye from when Buffy beat the shit out of him last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sophie's like, cool, 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 cool. Um, 
it's nice to be here. And Buffy's like, yeah, make yourself at home, have some food. And Sophie's like, all right, well, I just have to let everybody know that I have every food allergy known to man. I can't have things with nuts, can't have things with chocolate, can't have things with dairy, can't have things with tree nuts, can't have... It's basically like she can only eat rice, it seems like. I feel like this might have been the beginning of when that became a thing in popular culture because it serves zero purpose for her to do any of this. Yeah. It's just to make her, like, weird. Yeah. Which we don't need. This is before... Gluten was a thing, though, too. Yeah, like two thousand two allergies, yeah. Like, it wasn't a lot yeah. of, like, peanut gluten allergies that were, like, mainstream. Peanut allergies, sure. Peanut allergy, yeah. Sure, yeah. But it wasn't to um, the point where you couldn't have peanut butter in school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I heard about a gluten allergy, I was in college. It was, like, mm-hmm. 2008. Yeah. I was like, what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> so, What the yeah, fuck so is Sophie's gluten? Got... <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's got all the food allergies and Dawn's sad because nobody's noticing her anymore and everyone's obsessed with Sophie and her food allergies. <laughs> like, sorry, Dawn, it's Buffy's birthday. <laughs> yeah, right. So Dawn goes and Buffy's like, oh, yeah, nice. Come on in, Sophie. And everybody's having a good time. And Dawn closes the door. And as she closes the door, the guidance counselor is on the porch. And Dawn closes the door. The guidance counselor walks over towards the door and she goes, all right, you got your wish. Wish granted. And then the lady turns into Halfrek, the vengeance demon that we saw a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, a wish has been granted. And that's what these vengeance demons do. What a weird power. Right. You can do a lot, but you have to have the person make a wish. You can only grant negative wishes. <laughs> yeah. Or this wish is even she took a negative spin on it. At least I will say with Anya's wish, which we had a debate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really debatable, but you had a debate about it anyway. At least with that wish, you know what it means and she did what it meant. And then the mm-hmm. repercussions of that wish were because that wish was made right Mm -hmm. this one is she takes the words literally to a Mm -hmm. point where it's not even to a point where it's not even realistic that this is what she wanted yeah yeah and we dude this episode is one of the more annoying like i people talk about how like double meat palace is like one of the least liked ones in the fan base and beer bad dude this one this this episode's so annoying to me they try to cram a lot of character stuff in really quickly and people act out of turn and then Mm -hmm. he introduced new characters for some reason (laughs) no idea why that don't really add much yeah yeah so then after how has made her kind of like presence known to the audience but not to the scoobs we go back inside the party and people are dancing. I Dawn have to say, not... Sophie is dancing with Clement. Yeah. And having yep. a great time. Like, just you know, completely, just completely, like, she's with him that party, too. I was like, are they going to hook up? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. They're gonna, she, she's, beauty is more than skin deep fans for yeah. Sophie. She can look past this, quote unquote, skin condition. The cat eating demon. The kitten-eaten demon. <laughs> With spiky teeth and red eyes. 
Oh, why is his eyes red? Oh, he's just tired. He had a long night. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and he has uh, razor sharp nails. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. But uh, Dawn isn't very happy. She's sulking. Um, and Richard finds a moment alone with Buffy and he's like, hey. Wait, Dawn is happy. At this point, Dawn is. is happy. Oh, yeah. Because this, no, she's sitting on the couch. She's happy. She's watching everyone. Yeah. Okay. No. No, the wish has been um, granted. It makes her happy. Yeah, I guess so. But I would feel like if people are dancing and not paying attention to her, she wouldn't be happy. The inconsistencies. But the wish has okay. been granted, and so she's happy. She seems to be super happy that all this is happening the rest of the episode. Yeah. So Richard has a moment alone with Buffy, and he's like, hey, great party. And Buffy's like, mm, yeah, pretty cool, huh? And he's like, yeah. You're, you're really, like, you're pretty cute. And Buffy's like, oh, really? You think so? And he's like, yeah. Can I get you something to drink at your house, at your party? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, pick up lines at house parties, I guess. Yeah. And Buffy's like, ah, uh, nah, you know what? I better not. He's like, you sure you don't want me to get you a drink at your house at your party? And Buffy's like, yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. It's really nice of you, though. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go get something to drink. And meanwhile, like Spike is like lurking in the background. Mm -hmm. Like, what are they talking about? What are they saying? And Richard leaves and Spike comes in to talk to Buffy. And he's like, oh, how's talking to your little boy toys? Ten years old, basically. And it's like, dude, if you think that he's like on his 10 speed and 10 years old and you're making fun of how young this guy is. He's probably the same age as Buffy. So that would make you think that she's like a little girl on her 10 speed and shit. Aside from the fact that she's the Slayer. But then he pushes her up against the stairwell and he starts to like grope her. And he's like, tell me that this isn't fun. Don't you want to do it? God, I hate these scenes so much. in the middle of the party. (laughs) I hate the spike pushes her against the wall. Ball stuff happens off screen. And Buffy's like, Spice, yeah, we can't do this in front of everybody. And Spice's like, I don't see anybody around. And then Tara turns a corner and sees it. And Spice's like, oh, oh. And Buffy like slaps his hand off of her. And she's like, Spike, stop it. And then she walks away. And then Spike says to Tara, oh, she was uh, just helping me with a muscle cramp that I was having. And Tara goes, muscle cramp? In your pants. And I was like, was Buffy groping him? Yeah, I guess so. I, I didn't see that. I saw like well, I mean, Spike like, grabbing her ass. I mean, it was below the frame. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was problem ball stuff. Yeah, you're the problem with me ball stuff expert. <laughs> yeah. But Tara's like, in your pants? And Spike's like, yeah, it happens sometimes. And it seems like Tara's getting a kick out of knowing this secret and is like really poking it. She's like, mm hmm. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Willow can't handle magic and Tara can't mm. handle secrets because yeah. she, she just became a whole different person. I know. Like, I didn't get what she was trying to do here, especially with this spike, like, in your pants. Yeah. And like, like you're supposed to pretend like you don't see any of this. Right, and then You're, talk, and then talk to Buffy about it later, not talk to Spike and make him. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, like I, f- I feel like Tara should have pulled Buffy aside. Like, hey, if you're trying to keep this a secret from the Scoobs, you guys better fucking act, act right. 
crazy that they you don't know? have one conversation this whole party about that yeah it's just tara like raising her eyebrows like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, know what you, I know what you two are up to mm-hmm. tell me Is how that the- vampire dick work girl <laughs> <laughs> but when she was like muscle cramp in your pants i was like you're supposed to act like you didn't see this right i don't know yeah so then the Scoobs, they have a little meeting about how they need to get beer. They need somebody to go on a beer run. Sophie can't have beer because she's allergic to wheat. Uh, and Willow's like, I guess I got to be the one to go out and get beer. And they're like, yeah, you guess so. And she like kind of slams her head on the table. And she's like, I don't want to go. Though. I don't want to go. They spend a lot of time in like the living room and the dining room. Parties mm-hmm. are kitchen centric at houses you think so a, a lot of the time there's a lot of ga- house parties there's so much gathering at the kitchen they're yeah, never in the kitchen, kitchen especially living their, room especially the way their kitchen's set up too like all the snacks on that table they have the island yeah they got that table in the corner too like the kitchen would get some see a lot more action yeah um so then we go over to the scoobs and they're playing monopoly uh it's Dawn, Anya, Willow, and Richard and Buffy playing Monopoly. And then all of the ne'er-do-wells are playing poker. Uh, and it's Spike, Clem, Tara, Xander. And Clem is like... <laughs> We're so specific on this little scene. <laughs> well Clem is like this isn't as fun without the kittens and Richard overhears that and he's like kittens and Buffy's like "Uh, yeah he's kind of a weird guy don't worry about it (laughs) not not weirder than us breaking out Monopoly and poker at this late and then uh, Dawn's like you know and Anya's like oh come on let's keep playing Monopoly uh I want to bankrupt somebody. And Richard's like, I mean, we've been playing for two and a half hours. We might as well keep going. And I was like, God damn, Monopoly sucks so much ass, dude. <laughs> that game sucks so much ass. I don't think I've ever finished a game of Monopoly. I might have only finished one. And we I all mean, play Monopoly like, wrong, too. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just like that Dane Cook bit from back in the day. It's like every game of Monopoly ends with somebody just flipping the board over and being like fuck this game (laughs) uh but dawn's super stoked she's like you know what we've been it's like two in the morning we might as well just have a slumber party slumber party and buffy's like no i don't think we should and then she's like well i guess it is two in the morning we might as well just fucking do it and then spike's like from across the room says I can think of a few things we could do to stay up all night. And then Tara, I forget what Tara says to Spike, but she like oh, cock yeah. blocks him. Yeah. She's like, oh, maybe something about like his injury or massage. She does something like. Yeah. She's like, maybe she could massage your, your muscle spasm some more or something like that. Yeah. It's something and Spike catty. gives her a look like. It's something very doing? catty that she's really. <laughs> Tara's like living in this whole different world world yeah i remember remember last episode i was like you know i'm starting to like tara in Mm -hmm. this like therapist i can be your confidant space 
Well, she doesn't talk to Buffy at all. This, yeah, the rest I don't of like her in this episode. Like, she just lost all of that goodwill for me. I don't know what she, I don't know what her angle is. It's not like she, yeah. she's not even running interference. That's what she should be doing. She should be running interference so that Buffy can hook up with a normal person. Instead, yes. she's like prodding Spike to get more aggressive with Buffy by being like, yeah, he's cute. Oh, I think Buffy likes him. What do you think you're going to do? Oh, you got to flirt. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, Run interference. Like Keep him away from Buffy. It's like she's trying to like tease him into confessing his feelings for Buffy. So that the Scoobies all find out at her birth at Buffy's birthday party. Yeah, I didn't know what her game was, dude. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. And she's being so coy and like, mm-hmm, I know something you don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't really get resolved either. It's not even like there's a moment later where Spike says, you know, don't you? Because yeah. everyone should know because I'm grouping her in front of people. <laughs> and yeah. also I told everyone <laughs> that I love yeah. Buffy. So so now it's the next morning. Everybody's still there. Richard and Xander are like, mm, we should probably go. We got to get to work. And they're like, yeah. And then Richard's like, I really want to go, but for some reason, I, I don't, I can't leave. Like, I, I can't leave. And then Spike, like, vaguely threatens Richard. He's like, maybe you should go, little boy. Don't want to miss breakfast. You know, I always hated skipping breakfast. So maybe I'll just feast on whatever's around here. And Buffy pulls spike aside she's like <laughs> richard richard is like is slow on the uptake man because mm-hmm. spike goes on a long tangent about breakfast and how he would have he missed eating it and then buffy has to cover like oh but your new diet right your new diet is why why mm-hmm. you can't eat breakfast right please don't reveal that you're a vampire and that that other guy's a giant kitten eating demon <laughs> yeah and buffy like pulls Spike aside. She's like, you have to stop. You got to stop. And then Spike's like, what are you talking about? What what, what are you doing that for? And Buffy's like, uh, she says something about like, call me insane or maybe I'm insane, but I forget what she says. Yeah, I I was hoping that you had this because I didn't go back to this one. I went back to a lot of stuff in this episode, but I did not go back to this. And uh, my notes basically was like he calls her insane. She yells at him about we don't joke about eating people in this yeah. house. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm insane. Actually, you know what? I'm not insane. You're insane. And Buffy's like, just leave, Spike. And he's like, can't. It's daylight. And Buffy's like, oh, oh, oh. and then we go over to the kitchen, and Willow and Tara have a moment to talk, and they also echo the sentiments of. You know, oh, this was a fun party. Oh, this was, this was nice. You look really good. It's good to good that you're not doing magic. Oh, yeah, it's good that you're still doing magic. And it's nice to see you. And then they also have the same conversation. It's like, you know, I really have to go. I have class. But I just, for some reason, I can't leave. I feel like I can't leave. And they're like, huh. Oh, and then this is where Spike is like, I can't leave because... uh it's daylight. And then Buffy's like, all right, well, fine. If you can't go, I'll leave. And then Buffy tries to leave and she can't leave. 
And she's where, like, I can't where move. Where was Buffy going to go? No idea. <laughs> she's leaving the party with all the people inside. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, I can't move. I'm trying my best to go towards the door, but I can't move. And then Spike's like, huh. Yeah, I can't either. All right. Something's weird going on here. And then everybody has a powwow. And when I say everybody, I mean just the Scoobs. Where the fuck did Sophie, Richard, and Clem go during this scene? Yeah. And wouldn't they find it weird if they were like, hey, we're going to have a little secret meeting. You guys all just stay in the kitchen. Yeah, and Richard knows Xander, so he's got to be like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. It's like his buddy from work or whatever. Mm -hmm. Completely replaced that other guy. What was his name? Uh, Tito. Tito. I think, yeah. So they all have a little powwow, and they're like, yeah. Um, none of us can leave. We're trapped in the house. And they're like, well, what if we all try to leave? Like all of us all at once. Let's try to like overpower this. If we're all trying to leave, maybe it like will short circuit this spell or something. And one of us can leave and they all try to get up and leave and they can't. And they're all like, dude, this fucking sucks. We all have to, we have shit to do. Oh, Sophie is there too. Sophie oh yeah, yeah you're right. No. Sophie is there. And Anya's like, fuck dude like i gotta open the magic box xander is like i gotta go to fucking work and sophie's like i gotta go to double meat palace i don't, I don't really wait you know that. what actually yeah, i don't really give a fuck about that <laughs> so it might be better than i'm here never mind <laughs> meanwhile dawn is like oh oh so everybody wants to leave everybody wants to leave dawn all by herself again <laughs> It's just, it's just like structured wrong. It's not that people want to leave Dawn. They all have things they actually have to do. They yeah, literally Dawn, just stated that I have class. Dawn, I have class. I have work. I got to open the shop. I got all this Dawn, shit if, to do. It's no way Willow has class and you don't have school. It's no way. Right? I wrote down the quote. Dawn says, oh, yeah, being stuck here with me would really suck, right? And then Dawn just storms off. And and I love like right before that, uh, I think either Willow or Buffy says, we all have places that we'd rather be. And I'm like, yeah, not we, Sophie. Sophie just said yeah. she didn't want to leave. Willow says like, it's not you, Dawn. Like, it, it's just we all have more important things to do. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the, Dawn storms off, goes up into a room and then like everybody goes into Dawn's room. Like all the Scoobies are there and they're like. Buffy comes in and she's all sweet voiced. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donnie, um, did you did you do something? And I was like, "What? What do you mean? Did I do something? I didn't do anything." And Buffy's like, "Well, I mean, you kind of talked about how you've been lonely and you you were really happy that none of us left, and now you're kind of pissed that we all want to leave." So, I mean, it kind of adds up. And Dawn's like, stop talking to me like I'm a little kid. <laughs> yeah. And then Xander makes then, like a Children of the Corn reference. Yeah. And then, and then the Dawn's like, you know what? I'm glad you're all trapped. I'm glad because now maybe somebody could fucking spend some time with me. Yeah, that's what triggers like, like Children of the Corn thing because she looks like she's going full evil. And I was like, I know. if that's happening, I'm down. Dawn evil. Yeah. Dawn is the big bad. Fine. Like, yes. 
at least she's getting a chance to stretch some acting chops here. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed this, but throughout this entire episode, there's some terrible ADR going on. Mm, I didn't. It's so bad. Like, any, there's a lot of like people's heads being turned and just lines inserted. Yeah. And they did some of that with Dawn here, and it's like it doesn't match mm. the volume, and it doesn't match like the tone of what's going. There's so many tone shifts in Dawn. Gotcha. In this. Um, but then everyone's like, Don, we really, I'm sorry, like that we're, you know, suspecting you, but, and then Xander's like, you look, dude, like we wouldn't blame you. Like we all have had a, a thing where we think a spell is a good idea. For instance, when I thought the musical fun time dancey demon would be fun and it turned out to not be fun. And like no one's like, no one got mad at me for that. So they're not yeah, going to get mad at you. No. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I just killed exactly. a bunch of random people in the town who danced themselves to death. And I don't, it doesn't weigh on my conscience at all that people died. <laughs> it's insane, dude. It's insane that he's like, look, I did it. Nobody got mad at me. Willow's like, I, I broke your arm. You still love me. Yeah. It's only annoying if Buffy does something. Yeah, if, Buffy, if Buffy's yeah. acting up, we all get pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but then Dawn is like, you know what? We don't want to you know, gang up I'll... on you, Dawn. We want to gang up on Buffy. So can you right? read this about Buffy? <laughs> and then Dawn just gets, she flips her lid. She's just like, get out. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And everyone's like, oh, screaming teenager, we got to leave. <laughs> I... Yeah, I do like Anya's line in the next scene where she says, "Yeah, I think she's possessed." And then Xander goes, "She's a teenager," no. echoing the sentiments that always go through my head of our frequent guest Johnny Walsh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's a teenage girl. <laughs> yep. But yeah, the Scoobs are all reconvening, and they notice that all of the phones are all out too, so they can't call anybody to help or. There's no way that they can reach the outside world. And then people start to kind of blame Buffy for not being around. And that's why Dawn's all pissed. Well, Xander, yeah, Xander, she's like, oh, I don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, Buffy, you aren't around. You are never around. And I was like, I, they yeah. just, I hate when they make Xander just like that person. Because mm -hmm. like Buffy um, not being around is like, not what? What is she supposed to do? You know she patrols. You know she works at the and Double Meat to, Palace. Right? Like, what do they want? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what they want Buffy to do. Like, these Scoobies are fucking you know, it's so just like, annoying. You know those, like, hours that she spends with Spike? That's what it is, obviously. I guess. Yeah. And they all know that she, she's doing that. Yeah. And she could be reading bedtime stories to her high school <laughs> sister <laughs> during that time. Yeah. Except that when she does want to do that, Dawn's going to Janice's. I wrote that in my notes. Like, Buffy tried to be around and she left to go to Janice's. It's like, she's a teenage girl. She's going to be coming and going. She also has friends. Yeah. Or at yeah. least a friend. I'm not sure why but, she doesn't have more friends. I don't, but then, but then Buffy's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. I guess it is my fault. Anyway, uh, how do we get out of this? Tara 
Maybe we could do some magic. Do you know do you uh, know any spells or how to get rid of this? Terra's like, yeah, but I don't really have any supplies to make this happen. And now we have a nice little zoom in on Willow. And Willow's like, and yeah, Buffy's like, yeah, you know, we did get rid of every piece of magic in the house, every type of conduit that could be for magic. And Willow's looking around. She's shifting her eyes. (laughs) When they start talking about magic, she starts getting the shakes. And it's so funny. (laughs) And Willow's like, um, maybe we didn't. Get rid of everything. Yeah, maybe we did. Maybe I do have a little bit of a, like a, a secret stash that nobody knew about. And then everyone looks at her like, Willow, how could you, you fucking addict? <laughs> and Tara's like, fine, just get the stuff and bring it to me. Like she's. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's fucking livid. Which I'm like, Don't you know, this is bad for you. Now get it so we can get out of here. <laughs> right. I, yeah, it's one of those things. Well, we'll talk about it later when it gets brought up more. But they don't really need magic items to do magic. Except yeah, sometimes. I, mean, I guess if you're not powerful like Willow, you do. Like Willow can just fucking say like shlama da dong dong and yeah. turn the whole world upside down. When they were at the bronze, they weren't like, oh, let me go back and get my transform people into whatever flowers. They were just like, snap, <laughs> you're in a yeah. cage. Like I guess it like the power rankings, it goes like Willow, Amy, and then Tara like so far behind. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so... We got Tara doing a spell, which looks like she's making brownies. Uh, (laughs) And then Richard shows up and he's like, hey, uh, what the fuck's going on? (laughs) He's like, what's going on? I can't leave. This girl's making brownies. And you know what? I don't think that's a skin condition. (laughs) It's like, oh, wow. He's finally wising up. (laughs) Yeah. You you didn't think something weird was happening? It's so bizarre, man. But then Willow, or uh, Tara, does the spell. She completes it, and she says, release. And then all this magic stuff starts to happen. And the release spell doesn't uh, release them from the spell that's trapping them there. The release spell goes to the sword that Buffy stole earlier in the episode that the demon was trapped in. And it releases the demon that was trapped in the sword. I had I was completely like, forgotten about that demon. It was a nice tie-in. When I saw yeah. that happening, I was like, okay, that's that's good. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, he's def- definitely going to come back in. But then so much craziness happened in the episode, I completely forgot about the demon and the sword. And is this sword Sometimes, just lying in the kitchen? Or was it upstairs? Yeah, or <laughs> It was in the living room. It was legit like in the living room next to the fireplace. It was like a poker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> But the demon is released mm-hmm. and uh, it's everyone's still stuck in the house. Like they all try to they're like, OK, cool. Let's see if it worked. And they all try to leave and they can't. And they're all just like staring at the door and they're like, fuck, we can't leave. I thought it was crazy that Spike was the one heading this charge. Right. He's the one talking about he can't leave during daylight. <laughs> yeah. When you open that door and you start singeing, I think Richard would be like, hmm. No, Richard's Richard dumb as fuck, dude. You'd be like, oh, he's... man, you need to get a base tan. Richard's <laughs> name is Richard because he's a total dick. He's fucking... They don't give such... him anything to do. Like, 
it's nothing fun for him to do this whole episode. Well, there's about to be something fun for him to do because he, the demon not- attacks and he gets stabbed. <laughs> he takes forever to even realize what's happening, too. He turns, sees this weird demon. He's like, huh, another skin condition? Guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you notice that the demon sword is like flopping and oh, bendy? God, yeah. <laughs> it's such a rubber piece of shit. <laughs> and somehow but, yeah, the Richard- demon like slashes his stomach. Yeah, it looked like he, <laughs> he got, like stabbed, like poke, poke towards him. But I think him, he turned and it cut him. I don't know. They do a weird edit and they didn't want to. Yeah. I thought it was going to kill him, but they show for some reason decided not to kill a guest. Yeah. So, yeah, Richard gets stabbed. Buffy tackles the demon and then the demon disappe- disappears through the floor. And then it reappears and it attacks Buffy and then it disappears again. And then uh, it's like in the walls. And everyone's gathered around Richard, and they're like, he got stabbed pretty fucking bad, dude. This is bad. He needs to see a doctor immediately. And Buffy's like, don't worry. This won't take too long. And then it cuts to nighttime. (laughs) And Buffy's like, all right, maybe saying it won't take too long was a bit of an understatement. We still can't leave. Would have been amazing if they cut to Richard just dead. (laughs) Like, Yeah, he bled out. (laughs) Instead, we can't. Tara just dabbing peroxide on his wound through his shirt. <laughs> like his shirt's not even like lifted up. It's just like through his shirt. Yeah. It is it is under the dome level of medicine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Check out that show if you get a chance. If you want to binge something during the holidays that's silly and dumb, under the dome. I, I know it. that you've talked you've talked about the show so many times. <laughs> I watched it for research. I watched the pilot for research and then I just got sucked into the absurdity. It is so, so bad. It's good. So Sophie's there too. And Sophie's freaking out. She's like, guys, I am freaking the fuck out. I haven't had anything to eat because I'm allergic to everything. (laughs) I gotta leave. The people at Double Meat Palace are going to think that I disappeared and never heard from again. (laughs) Yeah, They could have given my locker away immediately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be the next Manny or Gary or whatever they got, Greg. Uh, but then they go down to, to Spike and Buffy and Spike and Buffy are talking and Spike says, hey, you ever think about not celebrating your birthday? <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the line of the episode, I feel like. Um, but then Dawn is around and she can hear growling through the walls. Yeah, we can hear it throughout the whole place. It's like this demon is just like in the walls all day it's been a whole yeah. day and he's just walking through the walls yeah and spike's like putting his ear up to the walls and he's trying to investigate and then willow and tara hear it and they're like well what's going on they're nursing richard back to health richard can hear it too and he's like what the fuck's going on in this house dude what is happening <laughs> and buffy's wandering the halls with a knife <laughs> yeah i think and then Clem comes out of the bathroom and scares her. He's like, oh, sorry. I just had to take a piss. So sorry. Sorry. And Bobby's like, don't worry about it, Clem. It was crazy that that was the whole scene. Right? Yeah. And why would you not just stab right away? Right? Clem's a dead man. Yeah. You're accidentally, and then we're back. You're accidentally the backhanding same... Katrina, but then a demon just pops out and you don't immediately stab? That's what I was just about. I was like, we're in the same predicament as last episode. 
Buffy's got to go to a police and be like, I stabbed a demon. <laughs> Dawn, I'm going away. <laughs> of course you're going away. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do the right thing and admit to manslaughter. Okay. <laughs> it's because you don't want to spend time, time with me, isn't it? <laughs> it's because you died for me once and now you don't want to do it. Uh you can't stand being around me. You'd rather be in heaven or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to Janice's. I don't know how long. I'm going to the mall again. <laughs> don't, don't worry. I'll go to the mall by myself and back home by myself at night. <laughs> I don't need supervision. I'm a teenager, you know. Turns around, kidnapped by three dummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting turned to do the demon queen or whatever. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. So then we go over to Xander and Anya. They're in a room alone together. And Anya's like, I feel so hot. Is it hot? Did somebody turn on the heat? And and uh, Xander's like, no, it's don't worry, Anya. Everything's fine. And Anya's like, that guy, Richard, he's going to fucking die. We're all trapped in here. We're going to have to watch that guy die. This is so fucked up. I feel trapped like an animal. I can't breathe. And she starts to like take her clothes off. And she's like, I am so fucking hot. I can't breathe. I, I'm, I'm starting to get really nervous. And Xander's like, hey, calm down. Don't worry about it. We're all going to get out of here. All right. It's going to be fine. Anya, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to get you some water. Hopefully that'll cool you down. Like, it'll be fine. Don't worry. And I was like, Xander is a fucking good guy in this scene. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's doing what you have to do if your significant other's having like a panic attack and yeah. is claustrophobic. My and I, th thought, I thought that Anya did a good job of act. Like Emma Caulfield was like great acting in this scene too. I think the acting's fine. I just have a issue with the motivation because at first I was like, oh, maybe because this is a vengeance demon spell, it's like making her oh. feel something because. Her saying, oh, my God, we're going to have to watch this guy die. I'm like, you don't really give a shit about that. Like, you've watched so, <laughs> like, and she's like, we're trapped. I'm like, you guys have been in worse situations, like, all the time. Yeah. This is. Yeah, I think Xander it, says that, too. Yeah, and it's like, this has been a day. Mm -hmm. And you're worried about the one demon in the walls? I don't know why everyone is splitting up, too. Which right. seems crazy. <laughs> but I just didn't understand, like, why she's freaking out so much about this. And I know they yeah. want to force the next scene that happens but this felt mm. very out of Anya's character to be this like concerned I think she could have been concerned later when the next thing happened but not because character just met guy yeah not because dead. of Richard yeah 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 I mean you got Spike um, and Buffy here yeah like they're gonna and take Tara, down this demon who, who can do just a tiny 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 bit of magic yeah at least do some force pushes or something Right. So Xander's like, I'm going to go get you some water. And when Xander left, I was like, oh, no, he's leaving Anya alone. Like, that's bad. Yeah, I was but, like, why is everyone doing this? It's like it's a demon in the walls. Yeah. So he's going down the stairs to get Anya some water and he hears the growling and he's like, "Uh oh, demons in the walls. Oh, shit. And then the demon jumps out at the, out of the wall and it attacks Xander. Xander gets slashed with the sword. Spike shows up and he saves Xander. Buffy shows up. They're beating up the demon. Uh, and then the demon goes back into the walls after Buffy kicks it. And Xander's like really slash hard on the arm. And he's like, ah, 
fuck, ah. And then Anya's like, Xander, no. And Xander's like, don't worry, don't worry, it's fine. But a flesh wound. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Remember when I'm your troll gonna... boyfriend beat the shit out of me and broke my <laughs> arm in front of you? I mean, no. again, Xander, he's putting him, he's like still trying to calm Anya down. Yeah. After he got lashed in the arm, dude, like. Xander Debate Channel has gone cold because he is being a stand-up guy a lot recently. Yeah, which scares me, which scares me because that means something. That means something bad's about to happen. He's about to do some kind of heinous, crazy bullshit. Yeah. Buffy walks in on him and Spike hooking up and it's just like, what happened? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Xander's trying to calm Anya down and Buffy's like, all right, well, whatever. Then Buffy runs into Dawn <laughs> right in front of the stairs. And Buffy goes, hey, Dawn, are you okay? And Dawn goes, do you care? And then Buffy's just like rolls her eyes and she's like, whatever, fine. Fucking go in that room and stay with Spike. <laughs> and I was like, good, good, Buffy. And while Good. this is happening, they cut over to Sophie and Clement, who are sitting on the couch next to each other <laughs> and just watching this like with like sad puppy dog eyes. And I'm like, what, what is this? I want to see more of this bond of these two. Like, I know. how have these two hit it off? But and then Don says, you know, it's not like I meant for this to happen. I didn't want this. And then. uh she says, you don't know what it's like. And Buffy's like, don't know what what's like. And Dawn's like, you, you have all these friends. You have all these people that care about you in your life. Not like me. I don't have anyone. And you have no idea what it's like to be alone like me. And Buffy's like, you have me. We're all your friends. And I was like, you don't know. It's not like they're your friends. They're not my friends. Buffy should have just been like, fucking join a bowling league, dude. Make some friends. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And I'm like, Buffy doesn't even have a lot of friends. I know. She's got like four and that's it. And they ripped her from heaven. (laughs) She fucking hates them. These are like the first people she met in high school. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. it. She doesn't like, she just invited one new one over who's never coming over again. I know. He got stabbed. No, Sophie. Or or Richard got stabbed and Sophie's never coming over again. Sophie's going to hang out with Clem. Yeah. And that, and the thing that is weird is that we make it seem like Dawn doesn't have any a social life outside of the group. But we had yeah. the the mom episode, the the body episode, and she had a friend in high school. And then and she was flirting with that boy in the art class. Yeah. And then she has uh, her friend Janice, I think her name mm-hmm. is. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It seems like I just feel like they want to talk about the things that she doesn't have as opposed to like showing the things. And it's, I know it's yes. more... I know it's easier and more budget friendly to just like have her say these things without having to have the scenes. But like that scene in the school where she's just studying in class before she gets the guidance counselor note. Let's see her try to make a friend and it not work out or something. Just like just give me a give me one of those cheesy say by the bell. Like, yeah, she gets hit with a paper ball and then people snicker at her. Yeah, just just give me one of those anything like a mean girls thing. Just a quick scene of like, yeah, she's not fitting in at school. It's hard for her to have friends. Just show Janice talking to other people and not really wanting to be around her. 
give me something that makes it seem isolated instead of, hey, I have to go to school. I have to go to AA. I have to go slay a demon. Why aren't you paying attention to me? That's Mm -hmm. not. I need to see Buffy like say, oh, Dawn, sorry, I can't help you with homework. And then she's banging Spike. And then you're like, oh, you are being neglectful. Like, I can't see a I can't see Buffy go get a job at the Double Meat Palace and then feel bad that she's not spending time with Dawn. Yeah, because she only got the job at the Double Meat Palace to support her. Yeah, I just need to see I just need to see the neglect. And it's just not shown. It's fine to do the story, but I need to see I need to believe that I need to believe we saw we saw Xander teaching Dawn how to dance for their wedding. Mm-hmm. while Buffy was at work yeah. that is insane that any that any like 20 year old would hang out with like a 15 year old and teach them how to dance for their wedding and then say expect and it's like oh you guys are never around yeah Willow lives the in is, the same house yeah and Willow can't go anywhere because she's addicted to magic and yeah. it's like who <laughs> and you have Tara who's outside of the house now and Tara will hang out with you once a week yeah that's her custody <laughs> that's how they split custody <laughs> she's got thursdays and saturdays you got milkshake and movie dates yeah like i don't it's just not it's ringing very hollow yeah dawn's complaints like I, it just doesn't we just haven't seen that up yeah i mean i think dawn's gonna love 2020 though <laughs> if, she, if she likes this <laughs> oh so then we go to a scene of Tara trying to strategize with the Scoobs about like, man, we've tried everything. We, we, I just, there's no way that we can get out of this. And then Anya's sitting and she's very menacing now. And she's like, we haven't tried everything. And then everyone's like, what are you talking about? What do you mean we haven't tried everything? We tried the spell and now we're out of supplies. And Anya's like, don't fucking say that we tried everything. We're stuck in a house with one of the most powerful witches that every single person knows. Like every time that someone comes into contact with her, they're like, whoa, she's mega powerful. We're we're in a spell in a house with her. She could do a spell. And then Willow's like, I can't. And Anya's like, is it that you can't or that you won't? And then Willow's like, I'm a addicted to magic here dude (laughs) if i do one spell it's gonna send me down a spiral and i'm gonna end up banging hookers and killing (laughs) all right it's like grand theft auto (laughs) she's on gta i've been yeah (laughs) i've been talking about this conversation like you and i have talked about this yeah about how like when are they going to have the conversation with willow of like you can maybe do one spell right just one they finally spell, do yeah. it it's just it's just one and then xander even is kind of like i mean anya does have a point here like we we are stuck and you're the only one that can do magic without you know totems it is just one spell and like you already have relapsed and we brought you back what if you know we could bring you back again 
And Willow's like, no, dude, like if I start doing this, I might not be able to stop. And then Anya stands up and she's like, well, whose fucking fault is that? That's not our fucking fault. That's your fault. It's not our fault that you can't handle fucking being a magic addict. And I was like, oh, shit. I know this got real heavy. <laughs> yeah. And I know that they're trying to do mm-hmm. the one to one with like drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol or whatever mm-hmm. but there's no situation where <laughs> drugs or alcohol would save everyone's lives <laughs> you don't if you don't shoot up right now <laughs> who knows maybe if you shoot up it'll save all of our lives yeah. we're all gonna die in here if you don't shoot up <laughs> this party is boring as fuck and if you don't get drunk right now <laughs> our friends are gonna have the worst night of their lives so chug that beer <laughs> but I mean, Anya does have a point in that, like, I, I think they're I, like, hey, Anya, well, Willow's like, it could get really bad if I do that. It's like bad as opposed to what? All of us being trapped in here and dying. Richard stabbed upstairs. He's bleeding out right now. Like I, I wrote this note later and I was like, how bad does it have to get for you to use magic? Yes. Like, what is the what is the cutoff point? Like, uh, if Tara was like hanging off of a cliff. And you couldn't get there in time. Would you like use magic to levitate her? Like, what is mm-hmm. the, what is the danger part? If there wasn't a demon here, though, if there mm-hmm. wasn't a demon floating in the walls, which everyone at this point has seemed to forget about. Yep, Xander's been slashed in the arm. Yes, but they're just like having a conversation as if this demon won't pop out of the walls at any time. Because I was like, this is going on a lot. Everyone's like having real deep conversations. And if it's I, not a demon, it's not that it's not that dangerous if the demon didn't get let yes, out. And the demon got let yes. out because they did magic. <laughs> yep. Now I'm They don't know that though. I'm happy so like Anya's like in Willow's face and she's like, do fucking magic, you stupid bitch. And then Tara gets in Anya's face and she's like, She said no. She's not gonna do it. You can't force her to do something that she doesn't want to do. And if you try to get to her, you're going to have to go through me. I thought we were going to get a fight. And I really yeah. was looking forward to it. Cat fight. Cat fight. Now, <laughs> number one, I will say I'm glad that this scene happened. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that Willow's not doing the magic, but I'm glad that the discussion happened. Yes. I'm, that I'm was glad such when they a... ever talk about anything that they should talk about. Yeah, like this is a good debate. Like yes. it's a interesting like, hey man, like I know that you're an addict, but like you could save all of our lives. I do and hate that like, we're here and I don't know how the rest of the series plays out. I like yeah. Willow being able to use magic. It did get OP, but now it's at yeah. a point where they're made it so that like she can never go back to casual magic use. Yeah, like if she does, she's going to spiral. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's like, man, that sucks. But yeah, so Tara stands up for Willow. If you want to get to her, you got to go through me. And I was like, Tara, you could go through Tara really quick. I feel like she's not threatening at all. Like, especially with the way that Anya's acting in the scene. Anya's fucking scary and pissed. Well, yeah, Anya's freaking out. And then earlier, um, Dawn was like very menacing. When she was talking, mm-hmm. I thought she, it did seem like she was possessed when she was like, you don't know. I'm happy you're stuck in here. I was like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Anya but, is freaking out so much. It's been a day, guys. Mm-hmm. It's been a day. 
Yeah. But Anya's like, fine. I'm going to go try and do some stuff by myself then. If you, none of you are fucking going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'd love to see what Anya's about to do. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you used to be a demon and should know how to do a spell or two. Yeah, no, but we don't get to see anything that she does. because <laughs> Well, she doesn't do that at all. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't do shit. Well, she does something else, but yeah. Yeah. So then we go to a scene of... Oh, no, this is where Don. Sophie and Clement were on the couch listening. They were they mm. were listening to all of this and just like, mm-hmm. mm, what does yeah. Sophie think is happening? They're talking about using magic and being addicted to magic while she's sitting next to a demon. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Sunnydale is so numb. While there's a demon growling in the walls that pops out and stabs people and shit. How is she not freaking out? How is Anya the one that's freaking out and not Sophie? Yeah, she's just, she's like, I, I guys, I gotta get to the fucking Double Meat Palace. <laughs> you just saw a guy stabbed by a sword by a demon. That was living in the in a sword. And you're not freaking out. Yeah, craziness. So then we go to Buffy and Dawn talking about how Buffy is, hasn't been around and... Buffy talks about how like the most important job I'm sorry that I haven't been around but the most important job that I have is looking out for you Dawn and then Dawn's like yeah well that's what you sound like my guidance counselor and Buffy's like guidance counselor (laughs) mental health in Sunnydale (laughs) what do you mean guidance counselor who the fuck is this guidance counselor they have those that's suspicious as fuck. What do you mean, guidance counselor? <laughs> Dawn's like, oh, I thought that you probably sent her to check up on me. Buffy's like, I would never. <laughs> well, that uh, she doesn't say that, but uh, yeah, yeah. She, she does go like, I didn't even know we had guidance counselors and blah blah blah. And then Buffy's already just like, this doesn't sound right. Which is crazy that that school, where parents are dying left and right to mysterious causes, has no guidance counselors. And earlier, mm-hmm. I thought man, that guidance counselor has to be busy. Like, that and child services, those those two people, Mm -hmm. Doris and the guidance counselor, I was like, they would be the busiest people in Sunnydale. (laughs) But then Buffy is immediately suspicious, like, Mm -hmm. guidance counselor. And you said it's a new guidance counselor. And Dawn's like, yeah, she just came in. And Buffy's like, okay. And you'd never seen her before. Dawn's like, yeah, no. Buffy's like, did you happen to make a wish in front of this guidance counselor? And Don's like, uh, I mean, maybe. I think I may have made said the word wish. And Buffy's like, God damn it. It's the, I was like, how the fuck did Buffy put this together? Yeah, this is nitpick territory. On the same way I nitpicked the whole Katrina Trina thing last um, week, um, which someone mentioned that she did, that uh, Warren did yell out Katrina when she was running away, but they didn't show that in the flashback that she used to remember it. Um, anyway, and this is just this is just so convenient for the story to just keep moving on. It's a nitpick; absolutely. it's fine, but it's like no way you would even think about Vision's demons. One, you weren't even really around. When Cordelia made the wish, she wasn't there. And since then, so much has happened in your life since you had to deal with a vengeance demon. That wouldn't even be in the forefront of your mind. Especially because you're 
you're dealing with another demon that's growling through the house. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, this has to be a vengeance demon, obviously. Yeah. Like, Buffy's the world's greatest detective. Exactly. Like, it was crazy when she put that together. Yeah. That's why I was just like, oh, come mm, mm. Bullshit. Like, if she was like, what did this guy in the council look like? And then sketched it up, and then they did an overlay of a demon face on it. And she goes, <laughs> oh, that's hell, hell frick. That would make more sense than her being yeah. like, did you make a wish? And then Dawn has yeah. to be like, I said a bunch of stuff. I don't remember my exact words. Yeah. I'm not taking notes on this show. <laughs> so... Then we go to Anya. She's rooting through a bunch of books and she's like, it's got to be something in here. It's got to be something in here. And Xander's with her. He's like, hey, Anya's fucking stop. And Anya's just like throwing books on the ground and and like, where is there's got to be something here. There's got to be something here. She's going through Dawn's. Yeah, because she thinks Dawn had something to do with it. So she wants to figure out what Dawn did to make this happen. Then Buffy and Dawn show up while this is going on. And Dawn's like, hey, stop it. And then Anya opens up Dawn's box of stolen goods and she pours it all out onto the ground. And then Anya looks down and she's like, what's this? Half of this stuff is from the magic box. She picks it all up. <laughs> I'm like, the I'm magic like, box is selling a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bunch of macaroni jewelry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like when she's like, half of this stuff is from the magic box. And she's like holding like 15 necklaces. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so Dawn and Buffy see it and Dawn's like, no, don't, don't. It's all got all the price tags on it. Mm-hmm. And Anya's like, have you been fucking stealing from the magic box? That's my store. What are you doing? And Dawn, how could you? And Dawn's like, ah, and she runs off. Well, this scene also had another one of the things I really hate. And it happens in rom-coms a lot. And when it's that miscommunication, but the person, because Anya's going in there, Buffy comes in, she's like, oh, Anya, I don't think it's not really Dawn's fault. She doesn't just like come out and say, hey, it's not Dawn's fault. It's a vengeance demon spell. Just come yeah. into the room and say that. <laughs> Instead, yes. she's like, well, hey, guys, it's not actually, if it, like she's stuttering and stopping herself from saying the thing that she should just yell out. Mm. Um, I also wanted to go back to the scene with Dawn and Buffy talking about being alone and stuff. Sure. I feel like there's something deleted from this scene. Cause it goes in. Cause the first thing they talked about, like I'm alone and I just feel alone all the time. Right. And it was like, yeah. Oh, is this going to be like a metaphor for, because at one point she's like, I don't know why I feel this way then. She's like, you're not alone. You have friends or whatever. And then mm-hmm. Dawn's like, then why do I feel this way? And then we cut to the scene and Dawn and Buffy are talking. And then Buffy says, yeah, I wish you would have told me all this. And I was like, wait, we missed the middle point. Because I feel like yeah. there's something that's bothering Dawn more than Buffy just isn't around. Mm-hmm. I felt like we just like skipped over something because they got to the end of their like, they were sitting there and like having a good time of like relating, but yeah. we missed the middle of that conversation. I feel like, yeah, man. But anyway, so they all figure out that Dawn's been stealing and Anya's confronting her, and she's like, "How could you do this? How could you do this?" Anya chases after Dawn in the slowest walk down the stairs chase scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't leave the house, but I guess if I walk downstairs, that'll get me away from. <laughs> the right. stolen goods from <laughs> and Anya's like you stole from my shop you stole from my shop 
And then Buffy's like, there's got to be some kind of, this has got to be some kind of misunderstanding. Dawn would never. And then Buffy looks over at the leather jacket. <laughs> the greatest detective and... in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and she remembers that the security tag is on it. And she's like, Dawn could, nah. Oh, yeah, wait. And then Anya's like, I can't trust anything you say anymore, Dawn. How how can I trust that you're not behind this spell? You've been lying to us all, this whole time. You've been stealing. And then... Can, can I just go back to Buffy in the leather jacket for a minute? How did sure. you think Dawn paid for it? Right? It's, Dawn doesn't have a job. You're not giving her an allowance. Yeah. What did you think when she handed you a like a leather jacket? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> like you couldn't put two and two together when you got a leather jacket from your 15-year-old sister and it had the tag on it. You couldn't be like, oh, she probably stole this or something. Yeah. But somehow Dawn or somebody or Buffy like mentions like, oh, it was just a wish. I didn't mean for this to happen. And then Anya's like, wait a minute. You put you talked to this about your you talked about this to your guidance counselor. Was your guidance counselor wearing an amulet? And and Dawn's like, I mean, yeah. He's like, did it look like this with a bunch of red spikes around it? And Dawn's like, yeah. And then Anya goes, how frack? How frack? Get out here right now. And how frack comes out and she's like, you rang? Well, Anya also <laughs> says only a vengeance demon can reverse a wish yeah mm -hmm. and how frack she's calling for how frack but then the uh the demon in the walls comes out and he stabs how frack and she falls to the ground and anya's like how frack no i started laughing so hard at this scene yeah, that was great. <laughs> My notes, Halfrick shows up and gets stabbed by the demon in the walls everyone has forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she crumples to the ground. Then everybody starts to fight the, the demon from the walls. Buffy and Spiker fighting the demon. Buffy stabs it through the wall and traps it in the sword again. Easy peasy. And then, yeah, easy, that was easy. real simple. <laughs> she, she stabs it through the sword, breaks the sword, done. Yep. And Halfrack isn't dead like everyone suspected. She just gets back up and she's like, but a flesh wound. Now, my biggest thing with this is I think Anya believes that Halfrack is dead when she gets stabbed through the yes. chest. But she's like, oh, let's get the amulet. You know, like she's not freaking out about her friend who she has recently reconnected with being dead mm -hmm. in front of her. But she was freaking out about Richard possibly dying. Yeah. She was freaking out about Richard, but not the vengeance demon that she called to invite to her wedding. And the vengeance demon she summoned again yeah. who got stabbed. No, no remorse for that. No, she just wants to get the fuck out of there. It's too hot in here. But yeah. anyway, Halfrek leaps up and she's like, ta-da, I'm not dead. That was but a flesh wound. And Anya's like, whew, thank God you're not dead. And Halfrag is like, you thought I was fucking dead? Like, you were a vengeance demon. You know that it's, like, way harder to kill us than that. Yeah, it's not that easy. And Anya's like, never mind all that. Why the fuck did you do this? Why did you trap us all in here? Like, we're your friends. Like, I'm your friend. I invited you to my wedding. Like, what are you doing? 
And Hal Freck is like, I did this. Wait a minute. And then Spike is like, Hal Freck? And she looks over, she's like, Spike? Or she goes, William? And then they have a moment of like acknowledgement. And Buffy's like, you two know each other? And they have a little awkward pause and they're like, yeah. I wish they would have cut to Tara crossing her arms and looking at Spike. Because that would have been her the whole episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Tara, I think instead, she's like, wait, or somebody says something like, Tara does say, she asked the question that I had written down in my notes. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I thought that vengeance, vengeance demons only take vengeance on uh, men that have done women wrong. And Halfrek is like, well, no, that's kind of Anya's thing. Like, other vengeance demons, we are more broad with our more vengeance. And, yeah. yeah, and we also don't like the term vengeance demon. We prefer justice demons. So please. <laughs> I love that you could tell when time is shifting. <laughs> like, yeah. whereas, like, political correctness is now starting to shift into the... <laughs> yeah. It's like food allergies and political correctness is starting to shift into the yeah. mainstream. But then Anya's like, oh, please, that's my thing. As if all of your vengeance doesn't have to do with uh, bad parenting. Uh, chew daddy issues. And Hal Freck is like, well, yeah, I did say that I was here to do some work while I was in town. And I needed to come and help this poor girl that has been so sad and lonely. And I could hear all of her screams all throughout the city and none of you fucking noticed how could you not notice this and you're not paying attention to her i mean if you guys would have paid even less attention to her she would have turned invisible like that bitch in season one <laughs> and she's just guilt tripping all of them she says and they Dawn's deserve to like, be cursed yeah she says yeah. they deserve to be cursed and my note i wrote richard clement and sophie don't mm-hmm. <laughs> what is, why are they trapped in here well, why does Anya and Xander, like, what? why do they, the only one that deserves to be cursed, I guess, would be Buffy. And I don't think she does. Yeah, she doesn't. None of them do. This argument. Buffy sacrificed herself to save Dawn. Then her friends ripped her from heaven. And now she she made a, 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 she a social her. worker go insane. She ripped. And then she gets a job. All of this for Dawn so she can keep hanging out with Dawn. And protecting Dawn. Buffy got ripped from heaven, had to fight a biker gang, see her dead Buffy bot, and then had to save Dawn again from the same tower she had leapt from within mm-hmm. hours of coming back and crawling mm-hmm. out of her own grave. But no, it's she's just spent more time mm-hmm. with Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy's being a real bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you could... They just got to show something to really get me on Dawn's side. I I don't see the neglect. Yeah. So then after Halfrek is like, yeah, this is all your fault for not paying attention and taking care of Dawn. And now you've all learned your lesson. So Halfrek out. And she tries to disappear and she can't. And she's like, hmm. Halfrek out. (laughs) And then Anya's like, hey, numbskull. Your spell is still in effect. You have to undo your spell. And then Halfrek is like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, undo the spell then. Halfrek out. And then she disappears and the curse is lifted. And everyone's so happy. I thought it was clever that she couldn't leave because of that. 
Well, I thought it was bullshit because it's like she was outside when the spell started and then she can be summoned inside and then can't leave. It's She's a can- the originator can- of the spell. Can- yeah, I mean, it doesn't logistically make sense, but the curse is that you can't leave, that not that you can't come in. We never get a chance yeah. to see that people can't come in, which is a mm. nightmare scenario. <laughs> well, maybe it would be like people can come in, but then yeah. they can't. They can't leave. Okay. I mean, the wishes you can't leave. Uh, yeah. But also, I don't think this is what, this is not exactly what Dawn wanted. And I can't understand why Dawn is happy that she can never leave her house again and she's stuck with these people forever. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And they don't freak out big enough for when Helfrick's no. about to magically leave. Like, she's about yeah. to curse you guys to be stuck here forever. And Richard's dying upstairs, guys. Like, they completely forget about Richard, yeah. dude. It's been over a day. Yeah. Like, he is fucked. We got to get him out of here immediately. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I put enough peroxide on that wound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put some Flintstone vitamins in it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's fine. <laughs> Remember when Giles was on death's door now, and then Ben, Dr. Intern Ben, came with just one bag of medical equipment, put a Band-Aid. He's fine. I mean, he was up and fighting the next day. Yeah, Giles was up and killing the next day. Yeah. So the curse is lifted. Halfrek leaves. Uh, Willow and Anya, or no, Willow and, I, Willow and Tara have a little talk as Tara's like packing up all of the magic stuff that Willow kept a secret stash from everybody. And Willow's like, Talking to Tara, she's like, thanks for saving us. Uh, the only reason why I kept some magic stuff was just in case, you know, things got really bad. And what if we needed to, to use it? And I was never going to use it, but like I needed to have it like just in case. And Tara's like, don't worry. Uh, it's all good. And I was like, no, but like I, I, I just wanted to keep it just in case. Um, and I just needed to have it like just in case if things got really bad and Tara's like, well, you know what? Things did get pretty bad today. And you know what? You still said no. And I'm proud of you for that. And I'm like, are you serious? You're proud of her? Like, you could have all died. Yeah. I Richard just, was dying upstairs. They said he needs well, to see Richard's a doctor not immediately. A real, Richard's not a real character. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, for Anya, who really cared about him and never He's really said a like, word to him. We talked to the cops. They're like not important. Like he's not even supposed to be there. (laughs) It's like not a problem at all. Like don't even worry about it. (laughs) Oh my Uh, God. Oh yeah. I mean, I get the sentiment is if you're going with the, the drug metaphor of like, Hey, you know what? You went to that all you could drink buffet. And you didn't have a drink. You did it. <laughs> yeah. The open bar, though, you got over it. Even if drinking could have saved all of our lives. Yeah. Like, that's where the analogy gets lost. <laughs> like, that's, that's like where you just can't have that analogy. <laughs> we needed you to smoke all of that crack to mm-hmm. save those babies. And you did. That's basically like your Popeye spinach is crack. Yeah. We need, <laughs> you could have saved us all if you did yeah. just did a little bit of crack. Yeah. But no, you're so noble. <laughs> sure, you let 9-11 happen because you didn't do your magic. But it's fine. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, Tara's proud of Willow for not doing magic, even though everybody wanted her to do magic and it would have saved everybody's life. Well, Here's the thing where I think we need it. 
we might get it next episode, but Anya has to have a moment with Willow when she said, hey, you got to use magic. And then Willow goes, I don't even know if I could do anything about this. Later in the Mm -hmm. episode, Anya goes, oh, only a vengeance demon can reverse a vengeance demon spell, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning that the magic would not have worked. Now I need Anya to say sorry to Willow because you were all in her face forcing her to go off the wagon, and then it still wouldn't have worked. Bro, you know that there's, 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 there's no, no it's apologies not, in the show. No, we're done with that, and we're done unless with the whole kleptomania thing. No one even cares unless, about that. Yeah. Unless now it's Buffy apologizing to everyone around her for not being around. <laughs> oh, my God. Well. She's absolutely going to apologize for not being around enough. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just not going to sleep ever again. Yeah, she she's gonna apologize to Dawn. She's gonna apologize to Willow for Anya. I shouldn't have invited Anya. Yeah. Uh, she shouldn't have been there. I'm sorry that she uh, tried to make you do it. And Tara, I'm sorry that I made you do that spell that released the demon. Yeah, uh, and, and Spike uh, and Tara, I'm uh, sorry that I burdened you with the knowledge that uh, I'm hooking up with Spike. I know that weighing on you. Uh, <laughs> and Spike, I'm sorry that I didn't let you grope me in front of everybody. Yeah, I, and Clem, I'm sorry that. I don't know what I'm sorry for. I'm sorry, Clem. Sorry you lost those kittens. Yeah, I'm sorry you lost those kittens. Sophie, I'm sorry that I just completely blew your mind. <laughs> so, Sophie, I'm sorry I didn't have any more uh, food snacks for you, knowing your yeah. allergies. Yeah. Some gluten-free snacks for you. Let me see. Oh, oh Richard, I definitely owe you an apology, my friend. Uh, definitely <laughs> Richard, owe you an apology. That scar's going to be there a while. And normally yeah. would have our uh, witch friend magically make that scar across the middle of your abdomen go away. But uh, she's got a problem, so we can't see. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Who witches and around? demons exist now. So good luck with that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Xander, I'm sorry that I didn't pull a weapon from your weapons chest. I really like that chest, but I didn't have to. I'm sorry that I didn't have time to put it in. Uh, I still really like that that gift. Uh, and we forgive here? you, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it happen again. Yeah. So the Scoobs all bring Richard down, and he's just like, he, <laughs> yeah, he's like crumbling on the ground. <laughs> They're like dragged. They're like dragging him while his feet are limp. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, it's finally time. We got to take him to the ER. <laughs> they're, they're doing a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Anya's going to confront Dawn for punitive damages for stealing from the magic box. Uh, and then Spike is the one to open the door. And I'm like, why is he the guy? It's daylight again. Well, no, like, it's nighttime. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, it's nighttime and they all leave and everyone's like, oh, my God, look at the stars. Oh, my God. It's so good. Smell the grass. I'm like, it's, it's been a day. It's yeah. It's not been like weeks. Like <laughs> they are. They, it's not even been. Yeah, it's been like 24 hours, maybe because they yeah. got it to her place. The spell didn't happen until let's assume eight o'clock. Yeah. And it's probably like eight o'clock now. Like it's been 24 hours. Yeah, I've spent that amount of time in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, and it's a and it's a three bedroom house. Yeah, <laughs> they're like that's why I didn't get Anya. It's like it's getting hot in here. I can't believe we're trapped in here like animals. I'm like, you're in a whole different room by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you could fuck Xander in here and no one would know. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many different rooms. 
Yeah. They have the dining room, the kitchen, the living room, the three rooms upstairs, multiple bathrooms. Like you have you can stay in a house for a couple of days. Like you can get a little stir crazy, but like it's not, not to the mention worst. they have a whole basement too. Yeah. Like they're freaking if they were trapped somewhere else, maybe that would work if she was freaking out more about the demon. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or like in a dorm room where there's no bathroom. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, but I got a shit. <laughs> Buffy didn't freak out. It took her longer to freak out when she was going through that Groundhog Day situation in the magic shop. The yeah. magic box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody leaves. They're all amazed by the stars. And- yeah, wait. Why didn't Buffy think it was the trio again? Why did she jump to Vengeance Demon? Yeah. I would just suspect the trio of everything. Like, yeah. It's crazy that she leapt to Vengeance Demon. <laughs> yeah. Like When she put that together, I was like, bullshit, yeah. dude. No fucking way. Yeah. But so then Buffy's looking out at everybody enjoying the outside world. And Dawn's in the background. And she's like, you're going to, Dawn doesn't say this, but she's looking at Buffy like, you're going to leave me, aren't you? You're going to leave me here alone. No, you didn't even fucking learn your lesson. But Buffy instead turns to look at Dawn and she closes the door and she's going to spend a good time with Dawn. And that's the episode. And Dawn is grinning ear to ear because Buffy's staying home with her. And I, I get it, but I hate it. (laughs) Well, Buffy needs to give her a talking to. Right? I mean, she just got found out for being like a, a kleptomaniac stealing from the magic box. Like, Dawn's like, yay, Buffy's. And I would have loved if Buffy closed the door like, this isn't going to be a good time. Dude. Like, I'm going to fucking yell at you. You just see Buffy taking off her belt. <laughs> <laughs> go pick this. Go pick a switch. <laughs> you see Dawn's face from smiling to frowning. Like, Yeah. Go outside. Go into the backyard. Pick... I swear, I think it's the end of the klepto story. Probably is. Because now Buffy's going to spend so much time with Dawn. The show. This this episode was really annoying to me. It was it was a little frustrating. I I get what they're trying to do. I just don't they don't think it got set up in a way that made me on board. I really just feel like I need to feel like Dawn was wronged, but I don't feel like she was. And if she just has no, she just has these feelings, but these feelings are not validated. Like, or like you can feel a certain way, even though that the, the situation isn't that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But they don't, but. I feel like a scene got cut out where she talks about that in the bedroom or something. Cause it just doesn't like, you really want to spend this much time with this group of people that are five years older than you, that is really different when you're younger, like hanging I mean, out with someone that's in their like twenties when you're in 15 is just not weird. Yeah. My sister is three years older than me. Mm-hmm. And when I was like a teenager and she was with her friends, yeah. like I didn't feel right like hanging out with her friends. Like it felt yeah. weird. Well, I mean, now that we're like adults, yeah, once you get to a certain age thing, like the year difference doesn't really matter as much. But yeah, like, like but going like, from like 12 to 18 yeah, is a lot different was, than like, you know, 30 and 36 or something, you know? Yeah, because Dawn's 15 and Buffy, I guess, would have just turned 21 or... Yeah, she's just turned, she's got to be turning 21, yeah. Like, they have, like, a five, six-year age gap. Like, that's pretty big. Yeah. Like, me and my sister's three-year. Like, that's... that's Brother or sister, like, hanging out in those teenage years. That's pretty big. And it's, it's interesting to me because Dawn isn't someone that came from nowhere that has no 
school stuff, no school friends, no anything. It's not like she showed up in season five and was like completely new and didn't have mm-hmm. a, a whole life outside of Buffy. Like, what were you yeah. doing? Like, that's why I want to see some of the high school scenes with yeah. Dawn inserted into it. Like, were you hanging out with them? Were you? Is this just like, is this just like a byproduct of the mom passing and you haven't really dealt with any of that? I just don't. Possibly. But yeah, like, it, it's just inconsistent and it I doesn't mean, you, add up. You, like, you d- Buffy could have just. You were in golden time with Buffy. Buffy died for like, what, was it three to six months or whatever? Yeah. The fact that she's even alive and around is just like a bonus. Yeah. It's a miracle that that is happening. And you're like just guilt tripping her the entire time she's been ripped from heaven. Yeah. I mean, like, this is just like, okay, great. You're back. I'll just take, if I could spend five minutes with you, like talk about people that have lost people. If they can be like, if I can get like an hour with a lost loved one again, they would do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got heard there and you're just, oh, you're not spending every waking second paying attention to me. No, you didn't like my gift as much as Xander's. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, you guys rather not be trapped in a house all day, 24 hours because of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd really suck to be stuck in here with me, wouldn't it? It's like, what? Well, I Wait, know. What we do, what? <laughs> I just have to go to work today. I I, I've got get, a class. You, you should be yeah. getting ready for school. Yeah. If I don't go to work, then we're going to lose the house. I'm going to lose your guardianship. Like, what do you, what do you think is the positive of this? So stupid, dude. Yeah, this one, not on my top of the list, probably, for this season. I'm interested in a Discord chatter for this, because I do want to know if people, if people like, I just don't like what they're doing with Dawn. I feel like there's just a better way to have Dawn as a, a rebellious teen. Yeah, and, and like you and I talk about, we're always curious to see like episodes that mm-hmm. the fandom really likes and the fandom doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't like this one at all. I think this one sucked. It was annoying to watch. They had some frustrating moments. I think I think the whole Willow thing could have been really interesting. The Anya Willow doing magic thing. I think that could have been a whole the whole story. Like yeah. that for me is super interesting. But then Buffy's not yeah. even a part of that. <laughs> Buffy's yeah, not even in a room. Like I said, like that conversation is a good moral dilemma type of thing. Like yeah. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, yeah. And they do it for like three minutes and then it's over. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, it's like it's next week are we back with the trio and trying to track them down and we're gonna forget everything that was said. Yeah. It it just reminds me of the episode when Buffy came back from LA and all of her friends were mad at her. And all the mm-hmm. dead people, and they were yelling at each other, and then dead people attacked, and then by the end of it, they were all cool again. And you were like, "You guys never got past the stuff that was bothering you." Yeah. But anyway, that is older and far away. You got anything else to say about this episode, Vance? Mm, no, I am happy that Tara asked about the vengeance demon thing. Mm, yeah. Because uh, yeah. And I was actually like, oh, how did they get out of the wish first last time? And it was like, oh, Giles somehow smashed the amulet. Yeah. I forget how he got his hands on it, but yeah. So the next episode is titled As You Were. (laughs) As You Were. Willow starts doing magic again. (laughs) 
<laughs> That'd be great. She was like, oh, I realized I can actually do magic without actually being addicted to it. This is cool. Mm-hmm. I should probably still keep this a secret from the girl I want to win back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to predict uh, Buffy and Spike are going to have a conversation about uh, Buffy's going to be like, I just wish I could go back to how things were before I went to heaven or something. And Spike's going to be like, oh, you're never going to be the same. So just whatever. I think we're going to get weird flashback stories. Mm. That's what I'm going to go. Is with. this the episode where we see Dawn inserted into the old Scoobies? No, I don't think they have the guts to do a double Dawn. Yeah. Well... All right. Well, that is a wrap, everybody. Those are our predictions for next time where we do As You Were. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing if you're subscribed. If you're not, please do. Uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy, where we do Boys Watching Angel, Boys Watching Movies, where we're doing uh, Love Actually. There's Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner. And join our Discord. Link is in the show notes. Um Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. Email boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com if you want to get a shish shish shout out. Five star po- Apple Podcasts rating or review. Five star Spotify rating. Send it to us. Yeah, and that is a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays. And stay tuned next time for when we talk about As You Were. Vengeance demons only punished men who wronged women. Oh, that was Anya's little raison d'etre. Most of us try to be a little more well-rounded. And actually, we prefer a justice demon. Okay, FYI.